Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. That's fine. That's fine. All right, let's get it going. Oh, excuse me. Yo, what up? I'm to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet. You're scary. We got a very special guest in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she goes by Cat, Big Cat on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> and Instagram. And Instagram. Kat, you look at uh hella prolific and Black Lives Matter-ish right now. Black. It's the fro. It's the fro. Oh. Yeah, you look you look like a Panther. A black I Panther. The shirt. the shirt says Angry Black Hottie. Oh, okay then. But Angry uh, Black Hottie. You told me uh that, that guys all you you were doing a pro before this whole new uprising started and Right, right. For like you told me you had oh, guys come when guys come to you, be like, "Hey, queen, <laughs> you don't like that?" I, don't, you know, I don't care for it because, okay, so it's one thing if you just say, like, you know, I love your hair, it's beautiful, you're beautiful, whatever. But like, you don't have to call me queen. Like every word, every other word doesn't have to be queen or um, the Nubian and the goddess and all of that. I mean, I love it. I love it. But then it's like when you meet me and all I play is like Webby and Trill Fam. You like, oh wait. Hold up. This is not what I, I got into. I thought we was just going to be, you know, like incense and stuff. No. You get in that car, she playing Lil Webby, and she rolling the blunt while she driving with her name. <laughs> like, you'll be surprised. <laughs> not what I thought at all. I thought we were playing. I'm not calling you king every other word. So, <laughs> son, baby. But that's it. Son? Are you from New York? Yeah. No. Slidell, Louisiana. So, Slidell, Louisiana. No. You ever thought about having like a I don't. The only reason I ask is because I, I thought about it, like starting like a like a pro black OnlyFans, because it's hot right now. So it's like oh, no, I, that has never crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? If if it was just like some like it was like themed, but then it ended up getting like sexy. I thought yeah, about different. it. I thought about doing some like. I think you should. Everybody want a piece of pet. Some uh some black soap themed porn. <laughs> some like protest porn. That'd be really dope. I'm just saying, like, porn. porn? Wait a minute. They come to your house. They got the signs like, yeah, just come in for a second. I had to finish getting dressed. The visual of that is just hilarious. You'd be surprised how, like, like topical Pornhub is. So, like, if you can imagine, like, a sexy-ass cop with a riot shield. You know how riot shields are, like, clear? Maybe she yeah. just put on the helmet, but not a lot on underneath. I got it. I, got I was it. just, like, there with, like, a, a sign. And she, like, pushed me into, like, a closet. And I'm like, I will the not. The description. How did the description go? And then it was, it, it, it's just like a very, it's just like a very pro-black bang scene. But it's like, 
it's like it's literally oh no i, I got the description the description is <laughs> patrick cloud fucks the cops and it's and, the, and the, it's literally called fuck the police and and it's literally just like like banging out like like years and years of oppression and 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 brutality and, and inequality and it's just like bop 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 and then by the end it's like you know hey, you if be, you do it i'll pay for it i'll pay for it okay Pat, hey, you got to be completely naked with a beret on and leather gloves <laughs> just, and an ar-15 yeah yeah just on your back though, just strapped across the check just like with the beret That's just like <laughs> with a sign, a cardboard <laughs> sign like this. <laughs> Fuck the police. <laughs> Fuck the police. I think you should do it. I'll share it too. I'll like share it everywhere. Well, it's OnlyFans. You can't really share it. I'm going to screenshot it. That's like one of the problems on OnlyFans. Actually. But you, got oh, you can't screenshot or anything? You can do clips. You do clips leading up into Twitter clips. Like a little preview? Okay. Yeah, you do the preview, bro. You know, you know what's messed up? I never thought of this. Someone said I thought this out a lot. I never thought of this. I just think it's a good idea. That was a uh, stream. You had it all together. So stream like. Stream. <laughs> all right, my bad. I think that that kind of got in the way of uh, who you are and what you do. So, Kat. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. I love that. I really love that. I love that so much. Like, more than you know. <laughs> All right, well, take it from here, Kat. Who are you? Um, what do you do? My name is Kat, Big Cat, Kathy, whatever works for you. Um, I've worked in HR for about three years now. Um, I just talk crazy. I say a lot of crazy things, and people seem to like it for some reason. So that's me. That's my you have, life. you have any HR horror stories? Oh, do I? HR horror stories. It's you know what I will say. It's never the people that you're dealing with, but it's the people that you work with. It's always the people you work with. Mm. And then I work with a lot of older people, so I'm coming in my age, you know, doing what I do. And yeah, so you got a lot of older mean people that like to tell on you about stuff. But that's about it. A lot of a lot of passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I feel like HRs deal with the most Karens ever. Because if you think about it, there are low-key Karens and out-there Karens. Like, out-there Karens are the ones we're seeing on social media because they Karens both... Karens and chats. But I feel like Karens, like, in-house, like, that don't really want to be a, a Karen and they out there, they're just like, I really hate how she wears her hair or so-and-so is like, so-and-so or blah, 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 blah. Is that how it is? Or they'll, it'll be like a, like a backhanded compliment. Oh, you wore your hair out today. <laughs> I, I did. I mean... You know what's the funniest thing? This is the funniest thing once I met Kat and she told me uh, she works in HR. And uh, ever since then, I look at her tweets differently because you think HR, you think politically correct, you think somebody. Yeah, I get tired of that shit. (laughs) I literally logged onto Twitter today, and the first tweet I saw from her, she was calling somebody's mama a bald headed hoe. And I was like, that's Kat. That is is quintessential. Let me try and explain why. So when I woke up, I made a sandwich. I feel like I make really good sandwiches. I don't care what anybody says. So if you don't feel like I make good sandwiches, you can go debate with your bald head mama. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, speaking of sandwiches, I just want the Scary Squad to know that salami oh. is in now. Okay? <laughs> I've, been, I've been pushing this for, for a couple hours now. Just get you some regular salami. And snack on that. It's new. Wait, wait. Regular, like, like lunch meat salami or like deli salami? It's like deli. 
Oh, but see, no, that's not that's not the deli. The deli I'm talking about comes in like the round package. That's that's deli. That I mean, that's not um, that's lunch meat salami. What you got is like the deli salami. Like that's the the cured salami. Oh, it's cured. Right. Deliciousness. Yeah. I, I I recommend it. But Have I, you been eating that all day? No, all podcasts. Oh, <laughs> your your breath on some other shit right now. I guarantee you. Oh, it's so bad. Oh it's yeah, really bad. Salami, salami is a different type of meat, man. It make it, it literally, its goal is to fuck up your friendships. That's what I feel like salami's goal is. Just fuck up. Because the way it's going to make your grip, your breath aggressive. I don't know. I didn't know that they can do so much with pork. Like, I'm so, I don't know a lot about deli meats. I mean, there's like prosciutto, salami, pepperoni. Those are the only three examples that I have on deck. But all those, all the other stuff that I can't pronounce, I just don't know anything about it. That's a lot, man. It's not till you get to certain worlds that you realize that there's a lot going on with like those worlds. Like I would have never thought it was like a whole world of like wine when I was in my twenties. I, I had no idea wine was so big, and there mm-hmm. are like people who literally their whole job is to taste wine and pair it with food. They work in a restaurant as a Somalia just just to tell you what wine you should have with the sea bass. That's a whole job, my nigga. That's a great and yeah. bullshit job. It That's is. A, it absolutely is. Because when you probably, probably would like brown, brown liquor. I need that job with brown liquor. That's ghetto as fuck. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. In a wine glass. <laughs> this would go good with some Popeyes. But it's per- <laughs> That's it. But it's perfect. That hey, is like no, right no, uh, 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 average sommelier would be dope as hell to tell you what whiskey or what cognac pairs pairs well with a steak or with fried chicken or baked chicken or whatever the fuck. Like that, that actually would be dope though. But they drunk. Well, you gotta <laughs> sip it, Pat. You Everything pairs well when you tipsy though. You gotta Everything. sip it though. You can't. You like it? Don't kill the bottle. Then try to find something to eat. This is something that you <laughs> sip it with. Yeah, but they, I mean, what are you doing by the tenth sip? They don't just do two sips and then clock out. They drunk. Everything pairs well together when you drunk. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I've had some of the weirdest two things. I, I don't know why, but I, I'll be having like, I'll, I'll eat some peanut butter. What was the last thing? I, I got so drunk one night, I finished my leftover fried shrimp and then topped that off with some peanut butter. Just eat with it. <laughs> yeah. Just eat whatever's in there. That was, yeah. that was just... Two things that I wanted at the time. Now, mind you, I didn't have them separately. It's not like I was dipping the shrimp in peanut butter. They were two separate eats. But that would have uh, been disgusting. I would have had to look at you different. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be a good um, sommelier. <laughs> Wait. So, what do you like to drink? Um. Normally, I I would go tequila or Jameson, mm-hmm. but I don't like drinking heavy. And since I'm always shooting stuff, I like to do a little sippy sippy. So my thing is a uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from a red cup or water. I'm scared to tell you what I like. Go ahead. I know it's I know it's some bullshit. You just said. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> so I do Hennessy margaritas, and I do like an extra shot of tequila. Wait, you but today mean- today I did peach crown in the margarita mix, and I think that's my new thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're mixing cognac. And tequila. Tequila? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, the afro makes sense now. <laughs> She's too drunk to get her hair braided. That's what 
you drink like Shaft? <laughs> I mean, look, that's why that's why I don't need anybody calling me queen and Nubian like, goddess every five minutes. God damn. Yeah, that's she, why. Would, she, she would much rather little mama at this point. <laughs> Hey, little mama. mama. Hey, little mama. You know something. Hey, yo, black shirt. Right. That's it. That's it. Black shirt, black shirt. And I can turn around and act like I don't want to talk to you and then end up giving you my number. All right. They want the recipe. Let's let's walk us through it. Walk us through it. Okay, so I get this cute little little Starbucks cup right here that I got. Oh, you're currently drinking a Hennessy margarita. No, no. This is the crown peach. Margarita. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, usually I'll do Hennessy. I'll pour it until something says to stop um, with ice. And then I'll get like a margarita mix, um, any type of margarita mix. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it has to have at least like 12% alcohol. And then, yeah, you just do what you do. So do you, you're it. mixing this with the margarita mix that already has alcohol in it. That already has tequila in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's like a slow, you know, nice and slow little little sip. You be fighting? No, I don't. I can't. Security clearance can't do that. <laughs> that <laughs> that's when that's when we take it back. Like no. <laughs> listen, listen, we we, we you can't give too much information because we keeping them away from what job you got. So you can't say right. Anything. No, so we can't fight. Oh, right. I thought you were in the phase where you could say whatever you want though. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking you up on it. With with restriction. <laughs> right. So you're basically mixing henny or peach crown with mm-hmm. margarita mix and then adding ice. Yeah. And then sometimes if I'm feeling a little feisty, I'll add like an extra shot of tequila or something. Nigga, yeah. somebody said the spirits of the Black Panthers tell her when to stop pouring. That's exactly what it is. My ancestors. Until they just say stop, that's enough. Like, I'm going to keep going. What if that's what this really meant? That's where it originated? It was like, all right, that's enough. Stop. <laughs> Stop pouring. The band leader? That's what the band <laughs> Damn. All right, you have um, a couple of husband applications coming your way, judging Ooh. by the comments. Ooh. A lot of rings. A lot of... Uh, got two more kids. Okay. A lot of I'm taking notes. A lot of I'm falling in love. Um, I don't. What is it? What is it about a girl that can drink? Remember, y'all seen that? Um, it's, it was like a video that blew up on Twitter. It was this girl who was like downing a Hennessy bottle. Yes, the boy was in love. <laughs> you know what? He was just like, Damn, it's girl. something. It's something that speaks to the independence from a male male's perspective. Like a woman that can hold her liquor, and because I can. Men, the guys like to go out and drink, right? And so mm-hmm. you, we've all seen the videos of. Of, of young ladies that are out and they're drunk and they're loud and they're trying to store stuff for every shit. I know any bitch in here, because dudes do it the same, but like a guy is attracted to a, to a young lady that can hold her liquor, because he's like, I can go out and drink with her. We can fuck around on some real shit. And it's the right. same way, like I'm, attra- I'm attracted to women who can drive a stick shit. I think that shit is sexy. It's something <laughs> about being able to shift the gears and like still hold <laughs> that shit down. Cause like, I know I can drive. Like I, I, I look at myself as a driver. Like I'm a real swerver and shit. I love old school cars, love stick shifts, love all type of vehicles. Uh, but somebody that can drive like that and like, like hold that shit together. Like not let the clutch slip coming they out of first and shit like that. Jump if they need to, to the next gear. Like I think that shit is dope as fuck. So I get it. You know, we all got our shit. 
to hear no, one of people. Don't think that I'm just out here drinking every day. Like it's not like one of those. Like I'm just out here. Why not? It's quarantine. No, no, I purposely did not do that during quarantine. Well, I didn't agree that every pretty much, but <laughs> like purposely didn't do that. But you know, it's a nice little. You going out, and then I can handle it, and I can hold it. Like I'm not like that loud drunk girl. So I don't. I don't you think know. I like Hennessy anymore. I think I'm gonna leave that in my twenties. It's the thing, though, Pat. Remember when I was at the, when y'all at the old crib, and I made you the um the not the old fashioned, but the um French Connection, the Hennessy. That's with Hennessy. Yeah, that's Hennessy and Grand Moyer. So it's basically that cognac and uh, orange liqueur. Bro, because I don't drink Hennessy that straight. Really Hennessy straight will make your, your credit score go down. Yeah, exactly. I don't fuck with straight. I always have to mix it with something. Like, niggas be drinking Hennessy straight at the bottom. I'm like, nigga, your soul ain't right. But Jesus, you ain't going to never make it through the pearly mm-hmm. gate drinking like that. I, I, do, I drink the pure Hennessy white. With yeah, the, that's uh, good. I like huh? that. Hennessy white is good. Oh, yeah. I drink the pure Hennessy white with the, um, <laughs> with the um, damn, what is it? What is the orange liqueur? The one I just had? <laughs> Hey, someone in the chat said uh, they like girls who can hoop. What? Why is? Why do some niggas just want niggas with vaginas? Right. <laughs> Out of all the things you can like, she just got a ball. But I mean, I there's there's a it's weird. I guess this is. I mean, this isn't something that men talk about because of uh, hyper masculinity. But why not? It's damn internet. You scared? <laughs> why is it that dudes? sometimes don't prefer just like a super super girly girl is it because we can't do some of that stuff with y'all you know what i mean because like for me it's like when a girl plays video games or like a girl like likes some of the same like tv or movies that i like that's that's i guess my equivalent because that's just like it's it's like the homie Mm. plus (laughs) so i wonder why that is i wonder why it is that like uh, some the girls are saying that I play fat flag football. <laughs> and, all right, so somebody in the chat said they want a homie lover friend. Is that y- y'all agree with that? I think um, everybody does. No, you don't want a homie lover friend. I mean, like, okay, so I want him. I want a friend, but like, I like I like not us not always wanting to do the same thing of because. Course. I'll, I'm, I'll give in, like I'll compromise to do something that you want to do and then, you know, and vice versa. I hope I get somebody that'll compromise to do stuff that I want to do, but I don't want us to just be like, oh, let's just sit in the house all day and do this and blah. like, no, I don't want to I think that's what a homie love a friend is like, cause like all right, you got friends from work that you will go grab drinks with, right? But your homies, you will go bowling with. Your homies, you'll go to the movies with. The homies, you'll go go-karting with. And the lover part, Obviously, you know, making love. So a homie love a friend is somebody that can hit all three of those lanes of your life, I feel like. Yeah, all of them. I also like people that kind of put me onto new things too. So you hate people who do that? I like people that do oh, that. Okay. So like yeah, go karts and like we can do all of that. I'm down to do any of it, but sometimes I don't want it to just be like what I want to do all the time. Like we don't have to completely yeah. No, I don't think it should always be. I think it should, it should definitely be a collaboration of ideas and efforts when it comes right. to dating. Like, y'all should both be introducing. Like, I've always told people, like, if I'm fucking with you, like, I got to gotta bring something to your life. I'm not just going to leave you where I met you. If you fucking with somebody that ain't, like, elevated you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, then why, why the fuck are you wasting time? You're just wasting time if you ain't if you ain't 
elevating. Like y'all should always be growing on some level, I feel like, or some front. Right. I think men get comfortable too sometimes though. It's like, cause once you kind of get in that place with whoever, like you get comfortable. So you don't really feel like you have to do much anymore. When it so. too? In the beginning, mm-hmm. all, all your bras and panties match in the beginning, and then no, about, about three months into that thing, you just coming out with just whatever the fuck you want to do. You got the old high school t shirt with holes all in it. I would say that might be true for some people. For me, you get what you gonna like. Look, we don't have time for this this little cupcake phase. You get what you gonna get. <laughs> first night, you ain't matching. You decide if you like it or not. Now, nah, first night, she ain't matching. That's what she's saying. First That's night, you're not matching first night. Look, you gonna you get what you get. Sexy in the bedroom, the cat is a sports bra and some swimming trunks. She's like, "That's it." You, you gonna turn it down? That's it. Swimming trunks. No, a sports bra and a robe. Cause that's it. Sports bra and a robe. Just the robe. Oh, yes. You showing up to bed like Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> I have a robe, and I know my robe hates me. It's tired of me. Quarantine made that robe tired of me. Is it a thick robe or is it like one of the little satin smooth robes? No, it's like the thick, it's really soft, but it's mm-hmm. thick. Like it's one of those, if you keep it on too long, you're getting hot. So you got to take uh, it off. Oh, it's a hotel robe type. Like, robe. yeah, it's, it's real comfortable. Ain't sexy. You ain't know. sexy with that cat. Ain't but what's under it is real sexy. <laughs> so let's not get it twisted. Man, the visual <laughs> creature. So unless you're going to come out with the robe open with, with your hands on your waist doing the bump. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. Bump, bump, bump. Now, if you come out doing that, oh, niggas, is all in. Let's go. Yeah, if it's cool on the inside, you might as well work on the packaging. Might yeah. as well add a little bells and whistles. You know what I'm saying? You come out with that robe, your glasses are right here. You be like, turn on, mur- turn on Murder, She Wrote. I want to see <laughs> Well, okay. That's so. the Murder, She Wrote. Turn on Matt. Actually, it's been CSI. So. Which one? Which CSI? New of, Orleans. Orleans. Uh, of course, it's New Orleans. You biased ass. Wow. I was watching Earth? South though last night. I binge watched like the whole fourth season last night, oh, and now this season was in New Orleans too. So that was pretty cool to see. You binge watch what? What'd you say, Cat? Queen of the South. Oh yeah, I've been hearing about that. I'm hearing it's really good. It's pretty good. I love it. The accents were trash, but you okay. know, that took quite a turn. Oh my God, I did not ask. A very key question before we started this. I did. I got him up. Okay. All right. Well, good. I'll, uh, I'll screenshot you real quick. We, we, I, I'm we, on uh, Audio Boom right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Book up then. All right, let me... Well, Kat, what's one of your favorite things to eat? One of my favorite things to eat? Mm-hmm. What's like, this... What would be a comfort food for you? Is this leading to like a gumbo joke? No. No, no. Wow. I still want oh. some of that gumbo, though. Same. I actually have some in the other refrigerator. Um, Wait, you got two refrigerators? Yeah, okay. we have two refrigerators and two freezers. Why? We <laughs> cook a lot. And we have, like, a brother. We have pretty, a, a pretty large family, but we cook a lot. And when we do cook, um, you know, you don't want, like, a big bowl of gumbo just in the main refrigerator in the house. So you put it in the one in the garage. That is really some <laughs> South shit to have the refrigerator in, in the garage. I've seen that at a couple people's houses, and all of them were from the South. I yeah. see that. Where you, where you from? Um, originally, Gulfport, Mississippi, but I've lived in, like, Slidell for the longest. Slidell. Louisiana. Okay. So we have that, and then we have the deep freezer. The deep freezer is because 
I got a cousin that raises cows. So when the cow is, you know, mature, we get it slaughtered. So then that way you're not just paying all these ridiculous prices on inflation of meat, you know, throughout the season of the months or whatever. So we have is a crazy word. Well, <laughs> I will tell you, one of my favorite things to eat is cereal. I love it. I live by it. Uh, but, you know, as you get older, you can't just keep eating all of that cereal because there's a lot of sugar involved in it. So in comes Magic Spoon with an amazing product. Voila, Magic Spoon. You're getting a variety pack. These are four different cereals. You got the chai, the cocoa, the frosted. You got the fruity and the blueberry. Now, I'm going to tell you what, guys. Uh, as I said, you get old, you can't eat all this sugary stuff. Um, Magic Spoon is dope because it's zero grams of sugar. Uh, zero gram, I'm sorry, zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carb in each serving. This is the perfect cereal for adults. Um, you see that circle, you automatically, automatically takes you back to being a child and watching, watching uh, cartoons Saturday morning or in the evening. And cereal is one of those things, like, that's not a bad time to eat cereal. Like, right. like it's always like, if you just had dinner and you just want a little snack, you want something too heavy, bowl of cereal. You wake up in the middle of the night, you just want a little something, bowl of cereal. Wake up it's in the morning, lunch bowl ended. of cereal. Yeah, it's a perfect time to always have a bowl of cereal. And for people out there who are doing diets, this is keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You can't, listen, you can't beat this with a stick at all, man. I'm <laughs> it's, it's such a good idea, too. Like, the fact that we grew up on a certain type of cereal and then just stopped eating it just because it had marshmallows or it was too fun or too kitty or cartoony. They basically made a, a cereal for adults that has that same nostalgic flavor and none of the like the guilt of like being unhealthy or, or being too sugary or whatever. So, I mean, we've been big fans since we started working with them. Um, I, I will never not bring this story up uh, to hear hit me up in the bowels of the night. I think it might have been like 1 a.m. to see if I had finished all of my magic spoon. So clearly he was in some type of cereal rampage. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't have any, but I, whatever you're going through, order some more magic spoon right now because listen, do not <laughs> you can't be doing this you can't be doing one shipment right they send us one shipment for the promo right now i got my shipment months ago i just read up this came to my house okay a couple of days ago i bought it myself because i rocked it i told you what i like to do is i like to mix the flavors so i put the frosted with the cocoa boom mm. you know what i'm saying and then i put the fruity with the blueberry i mix mine yeah. like that so i'm really i'm really with the shits okay i'm with the shits <laughs> And I think y'all need to get with it, too, because you guys are listening right now. All you need to do is go to magicspoon.com forward slash D-I-Y-S. And we're going to make sure that you use the promo code D-I-Y-S and you're going to get free shipping on your cereal. So, again, that's magicspoon, M-A-G-I-C spoon.com uh, forward slash D-I-Y-S. And make sure you use the promo code D-I-Y-S and you're going to get free shipping on the variety pack. You get four boxes of cereal in this variety pack. Look at this. Come on, man. Tell me you don't see this. You instantly want to try to find these words. Anytime I see a secret find, I'm there. This is what cereal boxes were made for. You eating the cereal at the table, you turn that box around, you just go to work, bro. Go Shut to work, bro. That. Cereal boxes now are boring. They got oh. all of that out of there. It's just facts, facts. Not me. Look at this. You got the, you got the maze on this one. 
You know what I'm saying? That's like Temple Run right there, baby. <laughs> Big shout out to Magic Spoon, man. Dope name too. Super dope name. Um, hang on. Do you guys mind if I uh, share my screen for this next one? Please, Pat. Come on. Do it. We were talking about uh, Kathy's awesome, unique hair. So I just want to go into, uh, into my first story. Uh, you you got to undisable the uh, screen sharing, though. I got you. Let me do that right now. Getting any traction. So before before I pull this up, I got a question. When the city opens back up, are y'all going out? Yeah. Yeah? I'm I'm gonna encourage everybody that's not my friend or family to go out so I can use y'all as a test group. Yeah. Well, we opened up already, so and you going out again? You 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 resuming life? Oh, Kathy, so, birthday is the twenty sixth. I'm going to the strip club on the twenty sixth of this month. Okay, all right, we are really meeting you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, just for some uh, some context, two Missouri hairstylists were sick with the coronavirus, and they were like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do this work anyways. My city's open. Why not? exposed 140 clients to the virus. Now, this was also May 24th, so hopefully they stopped, but it could have been more since then. So uh, this was uh, in Springfield Green. Uh, the health department in Missouri confirmed that a hairstylist at Great Clip Salon, horrible PR, uh, exposed 84 and seven coworkers um, as they continued to do hair while sick with the virus. Just one day later, later, they announced that a second hairstylist also tested positive coronavirus and may have exposed 56 more clients at the same salon. Now they could not or would not confirm when the stylist initially tested positive, uh, but they did confirm that they both had symptoms while at work. So this is, I know that the attention has been very much split on social media. There's a lot of attention in different areas. We damn near forgot about the pandemic in, in certain areas because of so, stuff is so crazy. But I do advise everybody to keep their masks on, to try to isolate as much as possible just because the city is opening it up doesn't mean it's safe. It means it's safe. So, um, yeah, I would just say that, you know, the day that the, the your city opens, I know you've been bored or whatever the reason is, but it's not worth your life. Don't go to the club and risk COVID just because you wanna you wanna dance with a tushy on your on your penis for you know a couple songs. <laughs> a tushy on your penis. Is that is that fair to say though? Is that fair to say yeah, in this climate? Yeah. I feel like this story shows that a lot. That it's just like people. The city's opening. It don't mean that people ain't sick no more. Right. I, I, I agree with Tony Baker said on, uh, I think it was an episode of uh, a squad cast. He was like, people who go out with the symptoms and don't tell anybody or don't like try to protect themselves or the people around them are the same people that would get bit in a zombie apocalypse and not tell the rest of the community. Absolutely. You are, you are a trash <laughs> individual. You understand me? Trash. Absolutely. No, it's, it's definitely like, I, I see people when I go out because going out is weird now because it's like you go to the, the grocery store or something and everybody got masks. It just it just feels like the apocalypse. But I get hella anxiety in my car. going to the store. I get hella anxiety, bro. When it's too crowded, 
I just, I don't like it. So like, I try to go to Target or the supermarket super early. I'm talking about like when they first open, if they open at eight, I'm on the parking lot at 745. I want to be the first person in that first 10, 10 people in line so I can get in and get out. The, the best part about this coronavirus though is the, the social distancing in line. Cause you know how you be in line and people be like right up on you yeah, and some, or something yeah. like that. But that whole like spacing thing, I am 100% here for it yeah. in every way. That part is cool. People here don't really, I don't think they care anymore. Cause like I'll wear a mask still when I go to stores and stuff like that. But I don't think people here care anymore. Who's, where are you again? Louisiana. They just, they just out there live. I can see that. All right. My next hair story. This is a good one. This is brought to you by the good people at the Shade Room. The room oh, I read shade. this one. So, this, <laughs> this was a great story. It was All fantastic. Right. I love it. So, somebody by the name of Janelle Anya. First of all, uh, Kathy, do you do hair at all? Do you know how to do hair? I can, but I don't because I'm, I'm not like a people person like that. So, you, you know how to do the hair. You just don't like the people. People Bro, that are here Kathy got mad skills and don't want to work with people, so she don't. Let. <laughs> Kathy makes uh, those waist beads, like makes them. Like, I knew you were gonna do that. And she will not get this bread. I'm like, yo, you need to get out here and get this hustle on. She was like, I don't want to deal with people. I'm like, sell it on Twitter. If you sell yeah, it, on sell Twitter, it online, people, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you if you selling it on Twitter, people know who you are by your Twitter, so they're not right. expecting. A1 customer service. Hey, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I'll take right care. They know they're going to get Big Cat. And she's still like, I ain't doing right. it. I'll look, I said I'll look into it again, though. I said, I mean, that. I, I understand the hairstylist thing because you, you can't get around that. You got to. Right. Have, I'm you know, over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot. But I mean, if you do, if you do just some products, sell that shit online. You don't got to just email them. Uh, <laughs> give them, you know. Um, but uh, this, this is a, um, this is a story for you then, Kathy, because this, Apparently, this girl was also not a per- people person. Uh, so this is a, somebody by the name of Janelle Anya. She posted this picture of some pretty, I mean, I guess some pretty ratty looking braids. I don't really know. They are falling off. They are falling off. Clearly, I'm not the, the braids guy. Um, but uh, she, she had the caption, why did I tell this girl I could braid? I'm scared. Oh, my God. She already paid me. What do I do? So first of all, <laughs> did she really like did the whole resume thing you know how you always put a couple extra things on your resume that you don't really know how to do but you don't expect them to call you out on it she really did that said the whole like girl i got you i'm a braid blah 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 blah, blah. started with the back and immediately this is only four braids in immediately realized i don't really know how to do this but she already paid me she already came through she's already like waiting on her fresh braids once she tells her She's gonna have to make a whole nother like, whole like hit somebody else up, make a whole nother appointment. It's just gonna be all bad. So what would y'all do in this situation? There is more, right. but what would y'all do? She gotta get beat up. You're gonna beat up the client? Oh, as the stylist? Oh, as the stylist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look. At this point, I think she just gotta go with it. She just gotta keep going. You gotta see it through. You gotta see it through. She only wore as braids. She's childish for one. For one, she's childish. Yeah. Childish as hell for doing that. I agree. I know eight-year-olds that can braid better than that, for one. So she's childish for doing that. And the girl sitting there, you can feel when somebody's not doing your hair right. Really? That's, that's one of the yes. things. That's one of the things. You can, one of the feel, it. You can feel it in your spirit that. when somebody's not doing your hair right. 
So that first part going across, she should have known right then. Like, no, I got to go. Give me my money back. Mm-mm. Well, it gets more interesting. Uh, well, never mind. Hang on. How do I do this? <laughs> oh, this way. Okay. Wrong button. She said the YouTube videos look so easy. <laughs> Which means she didn't even practice. She just watched it and she was like, I got this. I got this. That's great. You don't even practice on a baby doll head. Nothing. Nothing. You just go go. You gonna go go right in like that? No baby doll head. Someone said, first of all, to Yanira for becoming a meme, but uh, said, just tell her, damn, your hair grow fast as fuck. Oh, my gosh. She probably up there like, you don't braid tight at all, hard eyes. <laughs> that would be my thought. It would be like, oh, she's pretty good. I'm tenderheaded. Right. <laughs> this feels okay. No. This, this is my favorite. Get you some rubber bands and do the rubber band method. It's way easier. This is the rubber band method. <laughs> that, I could just say the first, the first person was just like, well, shit. Uh, oh, you, man. Imagine getting your hair done and you hear somebody pull up a tutorial. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Shawnice, and I'm about to teach you guys how to braid hair. And you're just How like, to do box braids. <laughs> I just don't understand her thought process with that. Man, she listen. Said, don't feel bad. Mine was worse. He wanted Travis Scott braids. Oh, my God. What? Look at that. But luckily, I think that this just might have been his somebody who was just there, not somebody who made an appointment. So yeah, <laughs> he said the last one is about to start an argument with her. Wish me luck. That's my favorite right there. When all else fails, make it their fault. Just fight. Just fuss. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. But what if she had somewhere to go? Like, what if she was purposely getting her hair done for like something? That's, that's why she. Like, that's why I get my hair done if it's for specifically for something. I don't just be doing it regularly. Hey, I, I ain't gonna even hold you. I'm going to get my haircut tomorrow. My barber back in the shop. Everybody has to put their name down. He he sent out a whole a whole thing of uh, a whole list of requirements. You got to fill out your name, phone number. So if anybody has it and it is later found out, then they can contact everybody. That they, they're really taking all the precautions. But this motherfucker that went on from prices too, Pat. I would too. You you protect uh, potentially cutting a whole bunch of risky COVID motherfuckers, and also you just leaving your number will help you trace it after the fact, but it ain't gonna protect you. Nah, you right. Wait, so how much is like a typical haircut? My haircuts for my barber used to be twenty twenty five dollars. Then it went up to thirty. Right. So now this is what a haircut is thirty. A cut and a beard, which I which is what I'm gonna get, is fifty dollars now. Damn. And I get a, I get my haircut every week, and that's fifty dollars before tip. How much was it before? Um, I was giving him forty with tip. That's not. So bad. Are you still gonna tip? Huh? Are you still gonna tip? Yeah, I'm gonna tip. It, it makes sense to go up during a national pandemic, and people need haircuts now more than ever. Man, listen. So it I'm makes. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you why I'm a tip because. The quality has always been there. My barber gets me in and out. I'm not, I'm not there at the barbershop no longer than 15 minutes. Like, that, I'm in and out. Like, he, he's always on his job. He's, he tells me before. Some barbers, they'll just do what they want to do, and then you'll find out later that they just hit you with the spray paint on your head when you wash your hair and your, your lining is mismatched. He tells me before he do anything, he's like, hey, bro, I'm thinking about doing this, boom, boom, boom. You know, if I, if I got an idea, I'm like, yeah, man, give me a part with a cue ball on the end of it. He'd be like, no. That's stupid. 
I'm not gonna let you do that to yourself. So I'll pay for that brute honesty and that quality any day instead of going to somebody just that's why I ain't like I know there were other people that could have cut it. I was like, I'm not rushing it, bro. I'll wait till my barber get back. Chill out. I, right, well, I, got, I got one more story before we get into these protests. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I'm gonna cover a lot of the lighter stuff of these protests because our timelines are dark enough. Yeah. Um and then we actually got a conspiracy today. We haven't been a yeah. we haven't been conspiracy theories, but we do have a conspiracy today. Uh, but just in the meantime, I have one more uh, one more non-related story, uh, and here we go. So I don't. It looks like this is Uber, but have you guys seen this? Now there is a option for a walking buddy. And this is somebody who will walk up to your spot or whoever you are and will pay is paid to walk with you. Now, I don't know if this is because that dude does not have a car and he still wants to be a part of Uber or if this has something to do with like the COVID restrictions. But um, I guess these things have been popping up. This is like the third one I saw. This this one costs $750, I guess, to walk X amount, uh, which is weird because the pool is $33. So it must be a pretty far amount for you to be walking with somebody for only eight bucks. Um, it's a very drastic difference. But the caption that this dude said, I hope by walking, but he know we gonna finna go fight these niggas who jumped me, which is very funny. <laughs> Cause it's like, you can't just be walking with anybody. This is for sure some white people stuff because- Bro, first of all, first of all, if, if, if it is $56 for the X, that means it's a nice distance that y'all finna go to, right? That's what I'm saying. You see the map underneath? I mean, over yeah. it? Yeah, like, that's that's not no short distance. So y'all right. gonna walk these these 16 miles just and to I gotta fight? jump again? Oh, no. no. I mean, I don't even think it's about the getting jumped because if you signed up to be a walking buddy, you running at the sign of a fight. Like, you ain't no loyalty there. You running. It's, eight, it's 750. Oh. You're not even breaking it. You got to break a 10 to get jumped? Nah. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, you got to break a 10. What if you get jumped and you ain't got paid yet? <laughs> it's all through the app. It's they all through the app. They steal his phone, though, and break the phone? Oh, tragic. As a nigga who's walked with the wrong nigga before, this is not smart. And it looks like they're, it looks like they're in New York, too. So I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do this. That's oh yeah, that is that is New York. It says Upper East Side and Astoria, Jackson Heights. Yeesh. It's $33. That's how I know it's some far shit. Uh, so I want to know, like, the thought process, but, like, just... Maybe, maybe it's for... And they wanted to present this to Uber. Maybe it's for somebody who... Um, you know what? Because it is New York, it's probably somebody who catches the train. So instead, instead of catching the, tr uh, the, the, the car, they know it's faster to catch a train, so they need help with their bags. So if you catch, you, you're gonna go to the airport, right? And you're like, fuck it, I, I got some time to kill. I'm gonna do the walking buddy on Uber, help this person carry their bag, they carry on, or you know, they, they check. That makes sense. Come. That, yeah. that makes sense. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah, but traveling across the city with somebody's bags for $8 doesn't sound worth it in any- It's definitely not worth it. Walking yeah. buddy? You gotta fight. Maybe Uber, maybe Uber or whatever app this is is going to pay them the other side of it, and that's what that's just what the customer pays. I don't know, bro. That's that's crazy as hell. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do this. Uh, this transition. Let's see if it. Uh, let's see if it works out for your boy. 
All right. So we're talking about walking buddies, right? Mm-hmm. Walking buddies. If you're a walking buddy, you can get your, your, your exercise in, your cardio. You get your blood pressure up. You know what I'm saying? This is all the things that you got to do to make sure that your bloodstream is going right and you got, you know, you, you, you got a good little flow. You know what I mean? Some people don't have the best blood flow. You see where I'm getting at? You know what I mean? Sometimes you get into that intimate situation and you messing around with that person and the blood just ain't flowing like that. You know, I don't know if it's because you ate too much fatty foods, liquor, you didn't have enough walking buddy time, you didn't get your, you didn't get your health in, intact or whatever it could be, but sometimes you're in an intimate situation and the blood just ain't flowing, if you get what I'm saying. In cometh blue chew okay now blue chew how'd you guys what do you guys think i I saw where it was going it was it was a little long-winded but i think i think the blue chew is out here saving people's sex lives okay now sometimes you you, you're in the mood and you 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 junk just ain't you know sometimes you wide awake and you you your person down there went to sleep at 10 30. Uh, it's happened to all of us, but now because of people, the people that blue chew, that is a thing of the past. This is the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's a chewable. So it goes straight into that bloodstream faster. It works. It works better. Uh, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill. So you stay ready all right not only that if you're into your patriotism it's made in the usa it's prescribed online by licensed physicians and you don't have to go to the door or wait in line it's it's even cheaper than a pharmacy and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package it doesn't have a box that just says dick pills on it uh it's discreet you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors no awkwardness and you don't even need to leave the house which is what we were talking about earlier you shouldn't leave the house so this is perfect. You can benefit from more confidence where it counts. And Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance that performance. Now, I've been subscribed since we started working together. I am not ashamed. All right? Because even if you are in the mood, it gives you that extra Super Saiyan ability. So oh, I am, yeah. I am an avid Blue Chewer. Shout out to the people at Blue Chew. Um, but also, we got a special deal for our listeners. If you go to bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free, one more time, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code. That's D-I-Y-S. All you got to do is cover the $5 shipping, and you're going to be like this. All right? For the people who are just watching the audio, just know I'm doing a, a fist with my arm. You get what I'm saying? Baby arm. Uh, so again, that's bluechew.com. Use our special promo code DIYS. Just pay the $5 shipping. And uh, again, that's B L U E chew.com. Promo code DIYS. You get it for free. It's the better, cheaper, and faster choice. And you will not regret it. This is Patrick Cloud's word. Facts. Yeah, hear me. All right, what do you guys think? How'd you, how'd you think of that? Uh, that was good. That was good. That was good, good execution on it, bro. I right. like the chewable aspect. That's cool. You like the what? The chewable aspect. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's I was cool. talking about my specific performance, but okay. <laughs> oh, <you're> great. Amazing. 
All right. Let's get in. Let's get into these protests, okay? There's obviously been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, however, the probably the craziest thing that I have seen about the protest was about the new Black Panthers. Now, this is a tweet thread that went really, really crazy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You guys follow me. You guys know I just got out of Twitter jail. I'm very happy to be back on these Twitter streets. And this is one of the first things that I found. Uh, this came to you by Wolf the Red. Now, this is a white biker um, biking, as he describes himself, that is down with the BLM movement. He's been trying to figure out what protest groups to, to join. Uh, but fortunately for us on the internet, you know, where a lot of people see something and run with it without doing the research, he started doing a lot of research before he joined the right BLM movement, and he found out some stuff that has a hell of a twist. And this is my favorite story on the internet thus far. So let's get into this little Twitter thread. Let me share this. You guys see what's going on? You guys see it? All right, cool. So uh, he said this is the last time he's going to post about this capacity. We're going to talk about the modern Black Panthers, especially about these ones that showed up in Atlanta last weekend. So you see in the picture... Uh, there is a bunch of armed, very heavily armed uh, black people within this protest. They have machine guns. They have the berets. Uh, it's led by this uh, really strong looking black woman that the, din- the Internet has called the queen. And uh, they've just been popping up at BLM protests, strapped up. Um, and this is just, please, guys, this is just my... Me asking you guys to research everything, literally everything, before you go into it yourself. Because this story might blow some minds, all right? So, um, next on the, the thread says, first, I've pointed out a few times that there is a new Black Panther Party, okay? Now, this is something that goes back a little further. This is a designated hate group with a long history of nationalism and racist ideology. They formed in 1989, and I've been a problem ever since. They are based in Atlanta, okay? So there's a, a link about that. Um, this is something that was formed decades ago, and they are very, very pro-Black to the point where I guess they are anti-white, right? So... This is why he started doing research, because he was like, I don't really know if I want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So in addition to that, there's another group in Atlanta with similar ideologies and wording in their goal statements called the Revolutionary Black Panther Party of Atlanta. So this, I guess, is less aggressive. So in layman's terms, there's two Black Panther parties that are somewhat similar. One tends to be known as a little bit more hateful than the other, but there's two growing on in Atlanta. So what's weird about this particular story is that uh, this group uh, showed up last weekend carrying rifles, calling for black folks to arm themselves, as is their right. Their leader is a mouthpiece, and mouthpiece for the day, meaning that's who spoke, is a black lady referred to by the internet as queen. So you see them, they're marching with the protesters. Obviously, these protesters around them probably saw them, heard the Black Panther connection, and was just like, oh, we safe, boom, we rolling with these guys. They became a, a unit, right? No, no fault to the protesters. They just, they just didn't do said research, right? So next up says, we spoke many times in videos and referred to themselves as the new Black Panthers 
That's a, uh, uh, excuse me, she said that. She said that they are the new Black Panthers. He said red flag, right? A local news outlet, uh, outlet uh, wrote an article and hinted at them being problematic. They have since retracted that. Wonder why they retracted it. Let's keep reading. So apparently they were able to get in touch with someone from the organization to get some clarification. They said they were instead the Black Panthers Revolutionaries Atlanta chapter. So they just named themselves something completely different, separating them from every other party of Black Panthers, right? Mm -hmm. Not the same name. So here's where it gets a little interesting. He says, I found it odd as fuck that this group of people with rifles coming out of nowhere has now claimed to not be not one, but two different organizations that sound almost exactly like the nationalist orgs that are hate groups. Uh, and then he says, goes into their patches. It's not really the same symbol. It's a little bit different. And it's not really an official organization emblem. So he's like, what is going on? This was driving him crazy. He kept researching, um, going in on, uh, on his state, seeing if these people, seeing if he should join them or if this is a hate group, right? So here it is, all right? There was a white guy marching with them, right? So he's like, how do I get down to this? Why not research the white dude, right? Now, I don't know if I can click on these links, but can you? Oh, you can. He went to them and noticed, hang on. The bio says actor, writer, director, stuntman, DP in ATL, book your reel below. He said, okay, who's this guy? This is the white guy. Operations, Miles Models, acting coach, NGM modeling, CO, Three Kings ATL, writer, musician, host, philanthrop, uh, philanthropy, philanthropy, I don't know what they're called, dancer, whatever, right? So he's like, actors? What does that mean? Turns out, Hold on, you gotta, click, you gotta hmm? click, click Queen. I wanna see Queenies. You do. Uh, this isn't the same Queen, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I saw her. She's, she's like an author, okay? okay? Okay, okay, okay. So he says, I finally had a breakthrough with some help and found the white dude's Instagram. I was able to track down a handful of them uh, through him and came to a hilariously depressing conclusion. They are all actors in Atlanta. They own modeling agencies and produce films and star on TV shows. Now, that's not to say they can't be activists in their spare time, right? Because Michael B. Jordan showed up. Right. Who knows? John Boyega. But scrolling through their feeds, this was their first time doing it, ever. Zero prior demonstrations, no posts with guns, no calls to action. They were cosplaying activists. Cosplaying. That's when someone shows up to Comic-Con dressed up as Naruto or Goku. And they're like, today I'm Goku. So now he's like, weird, right? Then there's a photo of Queenie with her arms interlocking with local police. Intentions aside, the optics are terrible for a movement like that. It undermines a lot of effort being put into these protests. No duh. That's not really Black Pantherist, S. Uh, my wife had pointed out that they all look suspiciously attractive and makes more sense when you think they most likely had a team of makeup artists and costume designers. Uh, it was just disheartening. I spent the last week trying to find out where I need to be focusing my efforts. Um, and I really thought I found a group that could I could really help. Um, he just couldn't get this out of his head and had to share it with people. Um, and now he's trying to look for a pro BLM group in Atlanta area that's not a nationalist hate group and wouldn't mind a bearded Viking biker as an ally. So... 
that's why I really liked how genuine it was because he was just like, yo, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not this all lives matter people. I just need you guys to know that there is a lot of like sub agendas going on. You know what I mean? Whether it be for themselves or to um, shit on what you're actually trying to say, that the fact that they plant uh, undercover cops and make them start the looting or plant bricks to, to start looting or go on peaceful protests and start something that can cause violence. Like there's a lot of like sub agendas going on in these protests that are really, really scary. And it's, it's, it's wild to think that were they cosplaying to further their acting career? Were they hit up by the government and planted there? Like these people were protesting with people that they thought were going to shoot for them. <laughs> and when sh if shit went down, they would have been like, yo, follow me on Instagram. I'm, I star on BET's, you know, the, the Oval Office or whatever it is. It's, oh, my it's God. just wild. Did you see the I'm video, bad. Uh, Pat, where um, the guy broke down that car, that police car they had set on fire right there at Beverly and Fairfax? No. Bro, this dude broke it down literally second by second. He showed the people that were associated with it. Um, he showed how they were communicating, but like doing it very like discreetly, walking past each other, kind of saying stuff, but like turning their head so the words would be aimed at the person. He uh -huh. showed how uh, the skaters broke the car windows and the person that was trying to get it going off um, already had like these bottles full of like whether it's lighter fluid or whatever it is, some flavor liquid. Yeah, they already had the stuff like ready to go in their bags and they're squirting it all on a, on a, on a, on the seats and they're throwing extra bottles in. And then one guy like reaches inside and puts something that kind of like, like goes off once the flames started, kind of like shoots like, I don't know, fireworks or pyros in the air. And he also noticed that the cop car looked old. Like it was an out of use cop car, which- yep. I can see them doing play, like placing those on the street just as a deterrent. People see it. No, I was car. there. I was in front of that cop car. It was yeah. not. It was not a current LA cop car. It was for exactly. sure. And they and he was basically breaking down like how these people are working in groups to like try to to push their their sub agendas or their hidden agendas and how like the people who started this fire on this cop car, none of them were black, and oh. everybody else had on masks. They had. They had on masks that covered their, their, their mouth and nose and their forehead. All that was exposed is just their eyes on all the people that were like associated with it. That's a ski mask. Huh? That's a ski mask at that No, point. it wasn't even a ski mask. It was like, it was like, it wasn't a ski mask or a hygiene. It was literally like a scarf around their face and then a scarf around their forehead. There were no identifying features exposed so they could be identified, right? And he broke it down frame by frame. I'm afforded to this. Somebody sent it to me and I just was like, yo. It's, it's the same with, like, people dropping these bricks off in front of these buildings, like, to further some other agenda. And it's like, okay, are they trying to push for a bigger budget when it comes to rebuilding the city or, you know, um, mm -mm. Um, um, fixing it back up or whatever it is? It's like, why, why were these bricks being dropped off in front of these businesses? Like, nobody's boarding their their windows up with bricks they're using wood so why are these pallets of bricks being dropped in the city and in the valley but racist people know that george floyd was murdered you know what i mean they're just 
grabbing at air at this point. That's why the all lives matter. Like they know what we're trying to say. They're not, they're, it's not like we're, we talk to them like we, we can't get through to them. And it's just like, they're like, no, we get what you're trying to say. We're right. just trying to have it this way. Every racist knows that George Floyd was murdered. They try to, they try to like, they, they try to like rationalize it as much as they can. So if we re retaliate by saying, this is clearly going on, we have all this video proof, we are peacefully asking for this to be over. They can't just shoot tear gas, but they can if they're like looters or this person shot, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because before camera phones, you could see how much we were probably getting set up. You know, we saw the white people spraying BLM on Starbucks and black people being like, yo, what are you doing? You know, yeah. like you said, white people send fires to um, cop cars. It just came out. They just arrested the dude who uh, set fire to that Minneapolis police station. White dude, you know? So it's like, whether they're for the cause and just helping us in a different way that we didn't ask for, or if these people were planted, either way, it gives them, a, it gives the Republicans a reason to say thugs. Right. You know, these aren't peaceful. For some reason, they have, when they're talking about it, they know the difference between looters and protesters because they're always talking about what looters are. But then when protesters are attacked, they're clearly protest like it's weird like no looters are attacked like protesters are attacked right. but they know the difference when they're talking right. shit about them it's really 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 weird and i think it's just all to um downplay what we're ultimately trying to do which is reasonable but they have to throw in all this extra shit in the soup to make it so that we look like the bad guys in some way so i i just i'm i praise social media and how powerful it is because so many people are losing their jobs going to jail getting charged because it's literally like, yo, we have video about this. You, it's not just your voice, your word against ours anymore, which yeah. is good. What bothers me is the fact that it's like, it, this is, this, it could all be so simple for one. It could all be so simple. Just don't kill us for no reason. Literally don't kill us for no reason. But instead we have to go through all of this. And then we have to go through, you know, people at the house and the Kente scarves and you know her barely being able to get up and it's just like a, okay but like why like why why do we have to stop killing you guys like why do we have to be put through so much to just not be killed it's wild it's weird that blm is even opposed. Yeah. how is this even opposed black lives matter that's why right. that's why michael shea's stand-up is going viral all over again he did that back in 2016, I think, but his whole thing that's just like, yo, we're just saying matters. That's the bare minimum. It's not like, Matt, we just matter, just matters. Like what, it's, it's like not even like it matters more than you. It's not even like we, we shit on you. It's just matters. And there are still people- don't necessarily just bother people. I will say that. And then even with the way people are riding and just tearing stuff up, I feel like white people are more radical than we are. I can't, if I can't replace your stuff, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not going to mess your building up. I'm not doing any of that because I can't replace it for you. And I think a lot of pe black people have that mindset. We don't just tear stuff up. I saw another post that was like somebody wrote BLM on a grave. Black people don't play in graveyards. Oh, no, no, no. We don't do that at all, baby. That like, no, like we that. don't do that. We don't play with cemeteries and graveyards and dead. We don't do that. But, of course, you know, the media will push this, 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 narrative that okay well these are all protesters these are all blm be yeah blm related or whatever and then it's just like it pisses me off because it takes away from the fact that we just don't want to be fucking killed mm -hmm. literally that's they it dumb niggas like jake paul 
who just are opportunists and they're just like, oh, there's, there's, a, there's unrest happening. Let me join in on this. And it's like, bro, you are a white millionaire and you are, it's, it's really, it's wild. I'm seeing stuff in the comments that are uh, saying that COVID also uh, put a lot of businesses under and uh, insurance wouldn't pay for that. So some of those things were potentially planted for you to destroy their business so that they can get right insurance. So there is, I feel like there's just, there's not, there's not one answer to this. You know what I mean? There's not one sub agenda. There's a whole bunch of them. And it's, I feel like this Twitter um, story proves that because it's just like, what is the, that it seemed like they could have had a bigger agenda if they were planted there, or if it, it could have just been their own agenda to further their, careers you know because even the people before the news broke who they were people were saying like you know for black panther they're pretty done up like they were pretty like i noticed the girls makeup i noticed that was one of the first things Mm. and i I, you know i don't i don't i don't i don't mean to be disrespectful but them activists be rough they don't care about no damn must makeup or they came out to go to work you ain't like you know you finna sweat Potentially get sprayed with or maced or anything like that. You got your hair done. Face full of makeup, and then your hair out for one. Your hair just being out, like no. Do you know how hard that is to probably wash that out your hair? And then I noticed even with her makeup, because what she did with like with her eye, and that was like one of the first things I noticed when I saw the picture, and I was just like, oh, okay, all right, Hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's, it's so many people. I mean, it's so much stuff going on. I think that's why some people are like, you know, are using other methods of protesting, like online and sharing information like that. Maybe rather just stay at home. Uh, and speaking of stay at home, Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. So take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. And when you do, you'll also get 10 free boredom busting gifts. You're going to get six spicy movies, a three piece bonus kit. And the best for all, free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Listen, guys, if you got to be at home, you might as well play at home, have a great time, um, and and make the best of any situation, man. And sometimes making the best of that situation happens with Adam and Eve. Uh, Just remember to use our code, D-I-Y-S, at the checkout. Uh, Man, Adam and Eve has thousands of products to make you glad you are staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable Hell, shopping from home is even more enjoyable when you're doing it for sex toys. So go to adamandeve.com and use our promo code DIYS and make yourself happy at home. Yourself and your partner. Why not? Share the wealth. Have fun while you're doing it. Some people are on quarantine are quarantined together with these Adam and Eve things, just having a grand old time. They probably don't even know three months have passed. They're just like, really? <laughs> Coming out with buff arms and buff forearms, <laughs> like having a, just a great old time. I could have swore that's how I stayed in, in shape in college because I was smashing. There's a, a lot of core. There's a lot of hunching going on. That's what they say in the South. They say hunching. In the hunching. South. Yes. Yes. And and they say it in Florida. They say it like uh certain parts of Texas, uh certain parts of Georgia. Yes, I've heard hunching. I just say like I'm about to go smash or something like that. <laughs> you are very aggressive. <laughs> I love it, cat. You just got I a Hennessy margarita. Yes. Or like if I'm talking about it with somebody, we'll be like, oh, I smashed the word. He's you know, no. Wait, girls refer to it in 
the past tense is like, yeah, I smashed him. Like, if me and my friends are, like, talking about it or texting about it in a group, we'll be like, yeah, I smashed. I don't know why. I don't know if this is sexist or not. I always thought, like, females would be like, yeah, he smashed. No. You smashed. We're, we're very strong women. I like that. Kat, have you ever felt like you fucked a dude, he didn't fuck you? Have I ever felt like that? Yeah. Hennessy Margarita. You said What? Cat, cat is the person. His he popped in my head when you said it. <laughs> Literally, cat has hit a nigga from the back before. And I mean, look, whatever it takes. Cat chokes and, during sex. And his legs in the air, the back of his ankles keep hitting the ceiling fans. You just like take it. I mean, take he it. said it after the fact. He was like, "I just feel like you fucked me." I was like, "Well, somebody." Oh, he had admitted to, this. Somebody had to do something. It, that was a wasted trip. I feel like he tried to choke you, and you it was like, oh, hey, "Oh my god, hey, hey, hey." Hey, I am the man. <laughs> Tomato sauce. Tomato Wait, sauce. You said that was a safe word. Cat don't listen to safe words. No. <laughs> Y'all don't like to be choked? Cat just. Yeah, like I got asthma, so you can't go too hard. You got like, here's the thing. There's a, there's, right choked. There's, a, there's, a, there's a technique to choking, right? You don't squeeze like yeah. the sides. You don't, you don't put too much pressure right here on the windpipe. You want to go up and choke like right here closer to the jawline or like right here closer to the clavicle. Okay, time out, time out. Because it still sounds like you're choking. What to hear was supposed to say is you're not supposed to choke at all. To hear just say you're not supposed to choke right here. Just go up here and she, she won't hurt as much. No, people at home do not listen to that. Just the, the a whole thing squeeze. is. No, no, no. You could break her. You could break little bones in her neck. Let's listen to me. And I've, I've got this from medical uh, medical professional you're supposed to just use the webbing of your hand and press on the windpipe but you only can break the windpipe you're not supposed to put the pressure on the way that's why but you, you can break the, you can break the little bones all i'm saying is fem the only thing that females like about getting choked is the lack of air it's not the it's not how it hurts it's just the fact that they can't breathe while it's happening all you have to do is use the webbing and just push on it just see how i while i said it I, you could tell how it was different you just have to keep. You just have to push on it. You don't. I'm not even. I'm not even pressing on the sides. All you have to do is push on it, and then if when you push on it, you can't really breathe. So don't, you don't want anybody don't to squeeze the you? sides. Don't squeeze don't the want, sides. What? You don't want anybody to choke you and like slap your forehead. None of that. I've never been choked during sex. When does that? What position does that happen in? Can't be smashing dudes and she have on the uh, <laughs> the uh, Kodak black ski mask. <laughs> That's how she show up with the robe on. Yeah, and with a grill in. You ready, nigga? Full, full grill in That's and it. ready to choke niggas out, bro. Cat Air Force One. Pants off. Black ones. Put, Black the, pants, ones. put the pants on the bed. Put the pants on the bed. Just like that. And then I take the money and go get myself something to eat. Wait, why you say I take the money? Was you there know. money involved before? Because usually, <laughs> if it's the other way around, they might try to steal from you. But, oh, you know. got it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's that's that is that's colorful that is colorful uh, <laughs> uh you know, get, um, choking the little forehead slap you'll like it i just want to show you guys this uh because while we were just talking about clout chasing at protest i just wanted to ask you guys how you felt about stuff like this so some people have been trying to be deep and still do blm stuff but while also staying in times with the, the challenges and the TikTok challenges and stuff, 
but they'd be trying to make them like super deep. Um, this is just one that sat with my spirit. You guys know the wipe me down challenge where you wipe and you look shitty and yeah. then that, there's a wipe where you look real good and then you go yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Here's uh here's Derek Downey Jr.'s uh, take on it. I don't know who that is. Wipe, 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 wipe it down. I just want to play one more time. <laughs> Thoughts? I could have done without seeing that in my life. I didn't need to see that. He tried wiping the stain of police brutality. <laughs> Hang on. I didn't even read it without laughing. He tried wiping the stain of police brutality off of his mirror, but he couldn't. I'm just, one more time. You need a haircut. Don't do that. It's not about his appearance. It's about his creative choices. Okay, Kat? Both were I trash. Should... Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Let me tell you something, man. Hey, don't nothing cut you like an insult from a black woman. And no, that's true. When she when she off of you, oh, everything is free game. So she didn't like the video. Now it's like, and his hair looks stupid. Everything. I'm coming for everything. I just I don't really have a lot to say about this. I just I just wish I just wish people wouldn't do that. I mean, was, oh God, I, I I hate when people do corny stuff with BLM, and it's just I'll I'll just I'll just end it with that. It's uh, like it's too serious to play with. So I feel like when you do stuff like that, you're playing with it. Like that I, was that was horrible. I feel like most of my uh, all of my posts that I've done about. Uh, the Black Lives Matter and the injustice that's going on. Like, I didn't try to make it comical. I didn't try to make it trendy. Right. I tried to like really speak from the heart. Like, I feel like it, there's a, there's a time to you know highlight certain things, and there's a there's a place just about for every for humor, just about everywhere. But it's also like like certain things, bro. Like, just just speak from the heart. Like, it's 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 it comes across much better. Like. If he had just said, you know, I thought about doing a wipe down challenge, but like when I look in the mirror, all I can think of is a family member who might be gunned down next and I couldn't do it. Like that would have hit harder than that video. Well, that's the thing. He wasn't even trying to be funny. He was trying to be deep. That was the worst part. I don't even think that was like a comical like. "Ah." Right. No, no. That's but that's what I'm saying. I was like funny or trendy. I think he was trying to be trendy. I think he was trying to hop on the trend of the wipe down challenge and try to get the message out there more. But it's just like, bro, like you could literally just, just say that attach yeah. it to the wipe down challenge. Like I tried to do the wipe down challenge, but every time I look in the mirror, blase, blase, blase versus trying to do it. And like, you don't have to visually co- uh, conceptualize everything. You sometimes can literally just say it and it comes across right. just as hard. So, but you don't get that. You don't get that, uh, that hashtag. You don't get that. Uh, Cause remember their challenges. And I remember when there was police brutality around other challenges, like the mannequin challenge, there was like mannequin, like police. And it's just like, I just, I see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like they just wanted to make a statement. They do that. But when you jump on a challenge, it's like, I see what you're doing. And it's just like when you jump on any challenge, it's like, all right, I'm going to do it this way to blow up or for my challenge to blow up. So it's like when you attach that to something serious, 
it just seems it's like I just I see it too much and it's like that goes hand in hand with like the whole influencers at a protest and for some reason they all have professional pictures there and they all have like you know like full-blown makeup and it seems like a photo op and their captions are oh my god I saw this one influencer who was talking about his caption like I'm, I'm risking my life on the front lines for my people and stuff like that and it's like bro like no no you're not you you got out walked around for a couple uh it's it's it is literally the worst it's the worst but um i do want to show a couple of uh a couple of dope um i don't think videos. my first thought at a protest is to take a picture my mind's not on it's it's not what you're supposed to be thinking about you know like, i'm not thinking about pictures for instagram at all all right, so here's a couple of things from the protests that uh, should make you uh, smile, if, if, if anything. So we got Tahir's homegirl who jumped, jumped out of the car and uh, pretended to work on the, the boarding up. Remember that? I think we talked about it last week. She got out of the car, pretended to board it up, take a picture, and then jumped back in. And somebody was like, yeah, right. She got fired. She got fired. She was a journalist. Uh, so shout out to the news station that did that um, in Atlanta uh, I don't know how accurate this is apparently everything else that I said I don't know how accurate this is because how ridiculous it looks was accurate but apparently they done stole a tank <laughs> in Atlanta <laughs> we are living in Grand Theft Auto by the way by the way this is fully Grand Theft Auto. I don't really even have any commentary on that. I just, I don't, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it was resolved. I just know that it, it, it might have happened. I think it just speaks, speaks to the ingenuity of black people, man. You can't, you, you can't tell us we can't do anything because we'll find a way to do it. <laughs> Tanks are supposed to be impregnable. You're not supposed to be able to just steal a tank. That's supposed to be locked down. And they found For a way real. to get in, in inside the lot where these tanks were, find the keys or hotwire the tank and take it back to the trap, bro. Who was in charge? At his finest, bro. Who was in charge of that tank? How do you steal a tank? I have so many questions. Did you well, throw one thing out? inside? You can't stop it. <laughs> well, right. But did they throw somebody out of it? Did they do the little shit on top? open it and throw the person i just i have no words i have no questions do you have anything uh, for that, kathy anything for that i love it like i said i think they're drinking hennessy margaritas and they're having a good time <laughs> i love it i love them all of it all right well next up um a lot, weird casualty of this protest scooters remember those remember 2017 uh <laughs> scooters uh the, the stuff that we're zipping around this happened in paris they done set fire to all the scooters. They done made a bonfire of our scooter culture. There's a motor, there's a full motorcycle in there. I don't know what, what it did to deserve that. But, uh, the smell of burning limes, the smell of burning jumps, burning birds. Paris is Paris is going surprisingly hard. I mean, I know that the UK. They just threw the they just threw the statue in the river. Um, they're they're going pretty hard for American police brutality, which is dope. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would never would have expected that from Paris. I had such a horrible experience in Paris the first time I went. Really? I, I was I wrote it off. I was like I never need to go back. And it was because 
Parisians are, they're very inclined to their own people. And I mean that in the sense of like, they don't like anybody that's not a full blood, full, full blood Parisian. Like they, right. they don't like you. I felt it like, I felt it firsthand, like they were ignoring me when I was asking questions for food. We got back to the hotel. They were very rude. One, one server who was our waiter would not give us anything. No water, no, no ketchup, no hot sauce, no tartar sauce, nothing. Kept walking past us. We were like, excuse me, ma'am, pardon, ma'am. Like we did it like four or five different times and we had to go to the manager and she apologized for her and all of that type of stuff. And I'm just like, that's so crazy. So the fact that they are turning up that hard in Paris, it, it makes it kind of shifts my view. But I still feel like I don't have to go back there ever again. Cause like, well, I wonder. I wonder if they're going so hard because it's like that. Like, what if other black people feel the same way that you feel over there? Maybe. So it's like they're probably just like, man, fuck America. This is a problem. Period. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I can see that. I, that would make more sense to me than them banning arms just for us. Because right. like, I'm telling you, bro. Like the the way they treat. Black people over there and the way they treat people who aren't full-blood Parisians is just, it is disgusting. Bro. For some reason, on this earth, being dar a, a darker complexion just runs, I don't know why, you're a target everywhere. And it's not specific to America because in Africa, the, uh, there was a lot of times where the black-on-black -black cri crime was colorist. It was the dark-skinned people and the light-skinned people. So it's like, even within our culture, it's a thing. So it's yeah. really, really sad. And I fully believe that Parisians or, you know, any other foreign, because, you know, I, I've been to Dublin before and I felt the same type of energy from, from the older people in, in Dublin, whereas the young people love you. And you know what I mean? And there's probably some weird dynamic with that too. Um, but it's, it's, it, I, I could see it being, you know, something where people in Paris, I, I can see it way more being people in Paris just aren't fond of black people, or should I say certain people, rather than like you were thinking, which was Europe versus America. Yeah. Because it seems like black people are just getting the short end of the stick everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. really matter. Yeah. Well, colorism, I've noticed, is coming up on Twitter a lot lately. And there are people, you know, who do have lighter skin complexions that are just like, okay, so no, we're not, we're not worried about that right now. Like we're worried about what's going on with Black Lives Matter and everything. And so it's like, we're really not trying to hear about, you know, just the colors issues that we do have, like between black people. And I just, that bothers me. Cause I mean, I'm a dark skinned black, black woman. So my thing is, if we're talking about problems, like why not? I mean, it may not be a priority for some people, but it's still a problem. Yeah, it's still a problem. Like it, I, I, I randomly came across um, I don't even know this guy's name for real. The Hodge twins or whatever on mm -hmm. um, um, on Twitter, and they had a video talking about Black Lives Matter and the left wingers' whole agenda is a lie, and how you know black people aren't getting killed just because they're black, and uh, police aren't killing people every day the way Black Lives Matter tries to push this agenda. And it was just a, a lot of rhetoric about uh, none of this being true and we are falsifying all this data. And I just, I'm watching this not like, I couldn't even get mad. I was just saddened and disappointed that these brothers were this misguided. And I, I've heard from multiple people who have like replied to my tweet that I put out there about them 
um, that they, they weren't like that at first and now they're married to, you know, women outside of their race, which I, I don't I don't care who you marry, who you love, all that. But Are those like, the dancers, by the way? I don't think they're dancers. They're supposedly comedians, but I didn't find anything they said funny. But a lot of people was like, yo, um, I, I, I used to think they were funny. I followed all of their pages. And then when they, they switched up and became communists, uh, you know, uh, Republicans and Trump supporters, I had to unfollow them and all of this type of stuff. And I'm just like, man, y'all, y'all misguided, bro. Like, how do you, like, even if you're not directly affected by what's going on because in your community, your neighborhood, that doesn't right. happen. You can't deny the past. You can't deny slavery. You can't deny Emmett Till. You can't deny that Martin Luther King was assassinated, that Malcolm X, and that's what they said. Well, who killed Malcolm X? A, a black man and all that, this type of rhetoric. And it's just like, how, how blind do you have, even if you have tunnel vision, even if you only focus in this direction, you're going to see some of it, either from the news or personal experience or from growing up and going to school, you're going to hear about this. So for them to like, like, like really put that out there, like all of this is just a hidden agenda and, and we have alternative motives. It's just like, y'all lost, bro. They don't, I don't, yeah, they're not even quiet about it. They don't, this hasn't even been since this uh, protest. They've been hardcore Trump supporters. It looks like, I was, you know, it's funny. I was thinking of the Les Twins. Uh, <laughs> the Les Twins, the, the, the dancers, I was like, nigga, they like Beyonce hey. dancers? Beyonce yeah. dancers? Oh, no, no, no. I've no, never, no, I've no. never seen them before. Me but, either. Uh, I don't think, and somebody had, had retweeted or uh, added me or replied to my tweet and was like, they went to go see them live and they basically made black people in the audience like the butt of some of their jokes and kind of talked about them. Uh, being Obama supporters and Black Lives Matter supporters. Oh, they're, they're Terry Crews. Yeah, they're, they're playing to a different crowd. They're not playing to us. They're panhandling for another crowd. And it's just like, that's what's really sad to me. It's like, bro, how are you that misguided? Do y'all wow. think they really feel like that? Or do y'all think it's just like a money I, I, thing? I think they, I think they really they feel, really I feel, feel I think that. they feel the same way Stacey Dash feels. I think they yeah. feel the same way Ben Carson feels. I think they feel the same way Colin Powell feels up until lately. Like all of these, um, Ray Lewis, all of these, all of these panhandling ass, you know, black people that are just trying to march to somebody else's drum. But my thing to, to them and what I put on my tweet was like the crazy thing, they're going so hard for this, this opposition but at the end of the day, they're still looked at as niggas in a, right. a purist and a racist eyes. You're still a nigga. That's the you're dumbest part. This, you're going yeah. this hard and you're still a nigga to somebody. You could it be at a, they thing. could be speaking at an anti-BLM speech that's pro-Trump, have white people like, yeah, let the cops raid that place though. They go... Beat the, the Hodge twins up and all the people who were just cheering them will be like, well, I mean, they black. I mean, like, you know, don't hit me. Like it's they're 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 literally on a team that don't give a shit about them, which is or wild. they'll have the people in the audience saying those niggas talk good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, some well spoken niggas. Right. Oh, that nigga can read. Oh, okay. It, it'll be like that. It's, I, just, I, I feel I like understand. it's the same, it's the same like when you see like a group of black people that like adopted one white person, whether it be female or male, and that that white person is just like the blackest person in the group because they're like trying, you know what I mean? Like acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. That's literally like the inverse. There are some black people that are like in a corporate world or surrounded by white people and just like, they don't want to mess anything up. And then they start actually believing that stuff. And it's really sad to see. It's literally like what you said with Stacey Dash 
Terry Crews, like they're just in this world where they actually believe that they're separate from the culture. You know, it's really, really weird. And, and Terry Crews, he just keeps talking. Like you just keep saying stupid shit um, constantly. What the fuck is black supremacy? What is that? Like, did you really lay there and like type that out? And then you, re you read it again. And then was like, oh yeah, let me tweet that. Cause this is it. Like, this is going to take off. My thing is like, even even with the Black Panthers, bro, like you can't be that much of a threat of a of, of as a um, a domestic terrorist group when the numbers aren't there. Thirteen percent of the of the U.S. population is what we make up. The Black Panther population probably isn't even probably one percent of the thirteen percent that we make up. How can you be a domestic terrorist group? You don't have the numbers. That's number one. So like a black supremacist is like, what does that even mean? It's like when you call black people racist, black people can be indifferent, black people can be uh, prejudiced, but to be racist is, is to be in a position to suppress other people. We're not in that position. We don't have the numbers. So what exactly are you trying to say? Like it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's stupid. He's just trying to please the masses and it's, I mean, I completely agree with you as far as like the Black Panther part. Like, I feel like people are like, how dare you take care of Black people? How dare you feed Black black kids? How dare you teach Black kids about Black things? And it's just like anything to advance us as people, nobody wants to, they don't want to see that. Nobody wants to deal with that. It's like, how dare you? How dare you do that? You know what's crazy is that I, I've been appreciating a lot of the people who have been putting their family on blast for being racist. I've seen text threads and stuff yeah. like that. And then there was that video of the, the young girl who was trying to, you know, educate her mom and her dad in the video. Um, and her oh, mom was right. like, her dad was like, I've been to the ghetto. I see how they act and all of this. They just want to oh. do drugs and, and tote guns and all of that. And the video went viral. And then um, evidently the girls, all of her social media has been stripped like it's no longer online so i'm i'm kind of worried about it like yo like is she okay did her parents like get super mad because she put them on blast and something happened to this young lady um it's 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 sad that it's it's it shows you that it definitely starts in the house right. and some people are so unwilling to change that they fight even with their family about it and that's crazy no, I mean, I think that's good, though, because that's how the cycle is broken, because you got to think about it. <clears throat> they're, they're, that, that girl's grandparents were probably the same as her parents and taught her parents that. So it's good that, you know, we're in a, a society that's not as locked off. If you lived in an all-white neighborhood in an all-white state, you probably didn't have any black friends and had no black connection but like we're in a you can have a black friend in florida over ig you know what i mean you could see what a whole bunch of people are doing over here you see all these protests and social media and what's really going on so it's dope to see the younger generation be like yo like i literally just saw george floyd get murdered like you cannot tell me that this is okay and the right. cool thing about that is that you know i mean i hope that girl's okay but i've seen like three to four other videos of of, of uh kids talking to their parents or crying after they got in an argument with their parents literally telling social media how fucked up their own family situation is and how it's wrong and how they can't wait to leave. So it's really dope to have, uh, I mean, it sucks that that causes that tension between parent and kid, but like, that's how this ends. That's how racism ends is to just like 
shut out those people who don't know what they're talking about and really just wait for them to die. That's really what we have to do. It's like all these old racist people is just like, all right, just wait for y'all to be done. And then all these mixed babies are going to change the, the world <laughs> because you can't be racist if your dad is white and your mom is black. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's really hard to be racist. Crazy? I know girls that are like white and they have kids with black guys and they're racist. It's like, what? What? Like very racist. Like go back to Africa racist. Like if you don't like it here, give you a stimulus check back. But I mean, at Africa. the same time, slave owners were having sex with the slaves. That's you true. know, like the dude who was caught for, you know, calling, uh, uh, who, who owned the Clippers uh, and was talking about them as like N-words and we don't want those black people in here. He was telling that to his black girlfriend. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> there's a weird, weird line between like, we hate you guys but we want to have sex with you guys. We want to, right. we want your skills. We want your culture. We want you how you dance. Like it's super weird. I don't. I don't. That's, get it. that's the fetish. infatuation or something. Yeah, that's the like fetish, fetish. And infatuation side of it, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's uh it's like um what's the um the lady in the museum that they always have who had Sarah. It's Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. yeah. So she was like one of the, the, the women that they kind of like paraded around because she had full features and she had a full, you know, ass for, for right. you know, lack of better words. And they kind of like paraded her around like she was like, like this circus freak because they were infatuated with it and they had the fetish for it. And it's like, like you said, man, they want the culture, they want the looks, they want the entertainment, but they don't want us. It's like, you can't oh, have, you can't have that without us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to take us all. It's, it's, it's a relationship, bro. You take it all or nothing, bro. It's simple as that. You can't dip in, dip in and dip out whenever you want to. And like, oh, yeah, I like this about you. I like that about Bro, we people, bro. There's a lot mm -hmm. of stuff I don't like about other races, but I accept them for who they are. That might be their background. That might be their race, their, race, their religion, beliefs, whatever. It is what it is. I can't, like, I'm not can't fault them for, you know, that part of it. But it's like, you fault us for our skin? something we had no control of, you can change religions. You can change jobs. You can change your mentality with education and compassion. You can't change who you are uh, race-wise. There's nothing you can do. Even with bleaching your skin, you're still black at the I'm end of the day. I was about to say, they do all that and still got the nerve to go to tanning salons and get lip fillers and butt implants. Like, what are you... Y'all love us. <laughs> Y'all love they don't us. Like. They hate that they love us so much. Like, you, <laughs> you a you man. You like us, and that's what it is. So it's like, just stop stop doing all this. Stop Racists are fans. Y'all fans. It's so crazy <laughs> that people, people hate Black people so much and will disown family for talking to somebody Black when religion is one of the strongest forms of suppression and getting the people to fall in line, and you're okay with a Catholic dating uh, a seven-day Adventist or uh, a Protestant or what, whatever. You're okay with mixing religions that sometimes have completely different views, right. but a black person, absolutely not. That's that's crazy. That's where you got a line because you can you can change religion. You can't change the race, and that's what's so like perplexing to me is that people are this ignorant. That that ignorant to 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 just humans. At the end of the day, we all breathe the same. We all require water and food. If mm -hmm. we were all blind, you wouldn't even know it. But 
because you have your eyes and your sight and you can see that I'm visually different from you, that I have melanin in my skin, I am less than. And that is just not okay with me. It's ridiculous. Super ridiculous. The energy it takes to like hate somebody because of that though is crazy to me. Like I I don't think I could just wake up every day and like just be mad at life because black people exist on this earth. You know how much energy Karen's be given? They'd be out there for like five plus hours just ruining their own day just to yeah. make sure they fuck up somebody else's. It's yeah. just like, y'all don't have nothing to do. Nothing. Bored. Bored. That's why we seem like more fun. <laughs> um, all right. Well, just to keep everybody in good spirits, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to just show a couple more videos and we're going to get out of there. I'm going to save the conspiracy. I know I said that we were going to do a conspiracy. Save it for next week. Uh, oh, that's the wrong. Two hours in on this thing right now. We two hours in? All right, well, let I'm me just. Almost two hours in. We had 103 minutes. So that's like an hour and 43 minutes. Good damn. I'm excited about the conspiracy. I'm sorry. You got to come back then. I will. Uh, if you guys will have me. Are you guys, uh, are you guys seeing the, the Instagram feed? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. All right, so just real quick, wanted to uh, show a video of the, the racist Robin Hood uh, who got out of his car and pointed a, uh, a, a oh, bow and arrow yeah. at protesters, lied about it, and then we got the side-by-side footage. It just makes me happy. Let's watch it. How did it. you get hurt on your forehead? Because I yelled at my window, cops, uh, did somebody hit you with something? Yes, two black African-Americans. Black they African beat me through my open window and I yelled out all lives matter. Open window, huh? That's what happens. That's a lot of Get this motherfucker, man. You ever seen you ever seen a bunch of ants go on top of like a bee or something? Yeah. Oh, it's it's brutal. I love it. I love it. Here's another angle, just because, just because I love it so much. Get this motherfucker or fuck him up is the last thing that you want to hear. Bro, you had a bow and arrow thinking you was going to do something. That was... To move the story on, do you know they they uh they burned his car up too? They burned the car, and I think they flipped it over. It's oh, good. They good. Burned car up. Oh God, I love videos like this. Here's another one to cheer you up. If you uh if you in a fuck twelve type of move, now this doesn't show anything. So if you don't like fight videos, it does not show anything. It just shows the aftermath. Me, sleepy sleep, sleepy sleep. Weak. Woo! Embarrassing. Piggy, 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 go night, night. <laughs> Let's just see it one more time. Just one. Give me this. Me? Nighty night. He got out of there real quick. Hey, listen, I saw a video where um, this dude, I think he pushed the cop. And then he hopped the fence because, like, two cops were about to, like, give chase. But then they stopped because they, like, had so much gear they couldn't get over the fence. And he saw they stopped and he ran back and he, like, jump kicked this <laughs> He jump kicked the cop. What? Bro, the videos I've been seeing, I'm like, man, listen. Here's my thing. I I am indifferent to the, to the riding and the businesses and things like that because I've seen where cities with big, 
uh, hockey team followings have set downtowns on fire, buses on fire, cars on fire when a hockey team lost. Right. A hockey team. I seen them, footage of them looting and rioting in the city because their team lost. I seen of cities rioting and looting when their team won. At least this has a cause that initiated everything and a valid cause. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, I'm not entertaining all the other talk about the rioting and looting. Bro, you, you, you realize this is, this is how change comes. This is how the civil rights movement came to pass from people rioting, looting, sitting in, boycotting, all of that stuff, man. Sometimes you got to hit these folks where it hurt. And a lot of times it seems like the only thing they respect and the only thing they notice is money. So if the city is losing money, these businesses are losing money, these politicians are losing money, that's when they'll say, all right, maybe we, maybe we should shut the fuck up and listen for a second because yeah. obviously yeah. they want our attention. Because we tried, we tried doing everything else. We tried peaceful protests. We tried making T-shirts. We tried hashtags. We tried alerting the news and the media and the press to what was going on, and it made no difference. It made no difference. So, okay, we don't want to be insane and keep trying the same thing and expecting different results. Let's try this. Yeah. Now maybe you'll listen. And I, I, I feel like I've, I've seen so many videos of, of, of black people getting beat up for no reason and then nothing happens to the cops. If I see a video of, of somebody putting hands on a cop and getting away scot-free, I love it. I'll share it. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've how many times – I remember when it was – when it was uh, just somebody getting beat up on, on camera. Now they're getting full-blown murdered. So I, uh, I, there's, a, there's a special place in my heart for videos like this. And then the last one I want to play is just, we'll put a smile on anybody's face. It says Trump is going to be hot when he sees the National Guard doing the electric slide in Atlanta. <laughs> this is just, this is just fuck Trump to the highest degree. All of them were turning up. We got the National Guard doing all types of dancing. <laughs> Trump is pissed off. Internal struggle, the internal conflict that they have to have with um, falling in line, obeying orders, and what you know is wrong and right in your heart. It's like yeah. this. Yep, this video right here is exactly what I'm talking about, Pat exactly yep. what i'm talking about yep. this is pretty much what i wanted to end the podcast on is just like this is the tough situation that some people are uh in you see you know king kiran had a, a dope comment top comment i pray for this bro's mental health he's still one of us this is a national guard and it's just how he does it he's almost like half looking down he looks kind of ups- like it's, it's 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 a really powerful video but this is a uh somebody in the national guard who was participating in the I'm Black and I'm Proud uh, speech. He said, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, to be torn like that with doing what you're told to do and being faced with the reality of what you should do. Like, I'm sure, like, as a National Guard, you know, you're doing that one weekend out of the month. You're not thinking that you're going to get called for this weekend for active duty to fight against your people. Yeah. To stand against your people for something that you obviously have the same beliefs and share the same protest with. Uh And now you have to be on the opposition because of orders. Yeah. Because you signed this contract to devote yourself to a country that wasn't even necessarily built for you. 
I but I think it had to be an eternal struggle for that, bro. But that's a that's a good time to step up and check your coworkers because we can't. You know what I mean? We try to check his coworkers. We get shot at, tear gassed, whatever. But it's like I wish that I saw more cops run up on another cop like what are you doing you know what i mean they push the old guy down start bleeding out of his ears the other ones are just like well that's just how it is and, and it's just like guys, i don't see that enough those guys were suspended um but when they came out of the 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 the, the precinct or the courtroom the rest of the cops and people were clapping for them and it's just like oh we get what y'all doing now it's not even in the shadows no more no nope. they don't care they're not hot no more they don't have to and, and Trump, like the guy in the um in the uniform outside of his uniform, he's a black man, so that could easily be him on a date that he does not have his uniform on. That could easily be him. So it's like, how do you not go out there and feel some type of empathy for why the reason why everybody's there? Pray for us, because you know Trump actually just tweeted the Buffalo protester, the old dude who was knocked down, says he could have been an Antifa pro. Uh, he could have been uh, promoting Antifa. Uh, 75-year-old Joel Mar uh, Martin Gugino was pushed away after appearing to scan police communications in order to black out the equipment. I watched. He fell harder than was pushed, was aiming scammer. Could be a setup. He blamed the old guy who was pushed. That's our president. So that's just, I mean, it's pretty much all out in the open right now. Uh, and I'm... I just, it's, it's very, very confusing. <laughs> confusing and frustrating and upsetting, for yeah. sure. How are y'all handling it as black men? Like mentally, how are y'all dealing with it? There is definitely ups and downs to, the, to, to everything that's going on for me. A lot of times it's, it's for conversations that we might have before we start the podcast or conversations that we have before or after we do Zooming with the homies or even Zooming with the homies for me is like, it's a chance to talk with other black men, other black people and see how they're handling it. And it, it, it connects you on a spiritual level to know that there are other people hurting with you and that you're not alone um, during this whole process because with the quarantine already being existing, it, it, it already made you feel alienated and isolated. And so when this kicked off, it's just like, it, it only perpetuated that feeling. So to be able to talk to my brothers and go out to the protest, there's another protest going on this Friday at the Laugh Factory at one o'clock. I'm gonna go to that one as well. Uh, to be standing arm in arm with people who are fighting for, the, for a just cause and supporting your efforts just to live it uh, that kind of refills that energy the void for me that I've been feeling like I've been lacking lately. Yeah, same with me. I feel like content talking about it with people like y'all or just my you know my audience or just you know posting stuff where I'm just talking. Uh, it, it, leaning into that really helps, but the timeline just it, it can take all the air out of your day. So <laughs> it's 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 definitely balancing like okay, I think it's irresponsible to just completely block this stuff out and just live in my own little bubble. But it's also really irresponsible to just like, feel like I have to keep watching these videos. Another black dude, another black dude killed by a knee to the neck during the protests of George Floyd. Like another hashtag, another hashtag. Like, it's just like, I have to sort of shut that off and maybe like do something else completely. Watch something, play something, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, just to make sure that I'm okay to go back to the timeline, you know, just to... Yeah to keep refilling that. But it's, it's tough, especially like when it's part of your job to like keep people informed and you know, about this kind of stuff. So yeah. Shout out to black women, man, for holding 
black men down for being so strong, for being the salt of the earth, for being the mothers of the earth, uh, for just being amazing. Light skin, dark skin, skinny, thick, fat. Uh, I hate calling people fat. I don't even want to say fat. I'll just say uh, healthier, you know what I'm saying, fuller. Uh, shout out to y'all for because y'all y'all take slack from every way. You know, it's it's bad to be a black man. Like, you know, we get that against us. But to to be a woman in a society where women looked as as not necessarily a second class citizen, uh, but not not as strong as a man. To have that on top of being black and be faced with the 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 injustices that you guys face and still support us and still stand strong and still go up every day and just be as amazing as you guys are. Shout out to y'all, man. We love and appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for just being dope. My queens. My queens. My queen. Natural queen. My Nubians. My Nubian princess. I'll take it right now. I'll take it right now. <laughs> I also did not know that salt of the earth was a positive term until just now. I had to look it up. I was like, you call them the salt of the earth? That's insulting. No, it's not, man. Uh, it means you know, they're they, 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 they good soil. Good things come from that, man. So uh, I appreciate all we have. I don't want to isolate our um, white brothers and sisters out there and other people of color, uh, different races that have been standing with us, united, fighting a good fight, using your voices, using your um, your resources to advocate for change, man. We appreciate you guys. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, we, we just thank y'all, man, for standing in solidarity with us and, and pushing forward. We definitely thank you so much for that. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And I do want to shout y'all out, um, just black men in general. We love you guys coming from a black woman. I love y'all. I'm here, you know, 10 toes. Y'all all we got. Like, I want y'all to stay safe, please. Because like I say, y'all all we got. We love y'all. Coming from me, I love y'all. And I just need y'all to stay here and stay safe with us. Help us through all of this. Help each other. For sure. Love that. Love that. Well, that's a very great spot to 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 end this on a high note. This this is an emotional roller coaster of an episode, but <laughs> we, we did it. We did it. We yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. We did that. But thank you guys so much for watching. I want to thank our 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 guest Kathy Farrell uh, yet again. Uh, appreciate you for coming and talking to us. Uh, I want to shout out the Scary Squad and all of the Patreons that are watching right now. Uh, early oh, what's in the building what's going on shot glasses up we in this <laughs> can't do this without you guys uh but you know thanks again for watching and we will see you guys next week once again i've been your co-host patrick cloud and i'm to hear more peace All out right. y'all be safe later selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 